Zoom recording. Welcome everybody to um, play, to welcome everybody to train your brain, claim your power. Happy New Year and Decade. My name is Dr. Elena Pezzini. Here we are for our monthly mastermind. It's elite and international. Today I have a very special co-host here with me. Um, she is a special lady I've had the pleasure to know for many years now. And let me tell you, she has uh, overcome huge adversities in her life, literally life or death. And she's extremely successful. So that tells you and tells me that there is a, a direct correlation between how many obstacles you are able to overcome in life and the success you will amount to. Um, how many of you agree uh, on that based on, um, based on what you've experienced yourself or watching the life of others? So she will uh, tell you exactly how she did that. Uh, she'll tell you um, everything she has accomplished and all about her um, and she'll share it with us and all her adversities that transformed into huge accomplishments. And please give a huge welcome to the beautiful Mrs. Susan Sheraiko and welcome. Susan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's my pleasure to be here doing this today. I've, uh, I have come through quite a bit. Uh, the most significant thing, I think, is that I had a landslide that destroyed my home. Uh, and from there, we had to rebuild our lives. And it changed not only our lives, but it also changed me as a result. Uh, so over time, as I came through all these different things, I've, I've emerged and grown as a person. And that is why I title my, my program, Train Your Brain, so you can claim your power. Uh, you can get what you want starting right where you are, even if you are at the bottom of a landslide. Uh, I wonder, you know, do you want to achieve bigger and better things in your life, but you feel stuck? Well, you, you can learn how to get unstuck. Uh, have you experienced loss and you want to move forward, but you don't know how to let go of the past? And you can learn how to do that. Have you been overpowered by natural forces? And you guys down in Australia, I mean, all those fires are so overwhelming to look at on the, on the news. Uh, we've had our shares here in California and it's, it's been amazing to see how the fires rip through an area. So how do you discover to, to deal with what feels like a power greater than you when you look at those walls of fire coming through, it's just staggering. Um, Natural forces. Go, and if you don't mind, let's just yeah. maybe say I in the chat box. Any of these um, huge catast natural catastrophes or just life, life losses or traumas um, or stresses, just like divorce, you know, losing somebody you love. Let me see in the chat box how many of you have experienced that. So just we know where you're at. Um, obviously, the Aussies are experiencing right now a huge trauma with the fires they all know somebody who has lost somebody and it's, it's it, is a very, it is a very universal experience to have adversity and and despair in your life and we have to learn how to deal with it so um are you hanging on to anger <laughs> it doesn't make you angry that you went through all of this well then you can learn how to forgive if you've been hurt you can connect to your life force and start to get better are you trying to do everything on your own and, and are feeling overwhelmed by it all? Well, then you can learn to accept help uh, from all sorts of sources and connect to your inner guidance to discover the power of your subconscious or non-conscious mind. Fear. I mean, do you feel powerless uh, to, to prepare ahead of time or to change your situation? And, and I feel and have experienced it myself, you can learn to claim the power that gets you through all of these things. Now, I've been thinking a lot about this concept of powerless right now, because um, although you, you probably have it worse than I do right now in Australia, 
just a few months ago, California instituted something called the public safety power outage, in which in an effort to prevent forest fires on our mountain ranges, they just shut down the power everywhere. And they would leave it off for three days at a time. And in a, in a one month period, we lost our power that way three times. And it is a, it just totally disrupts your everyday happiness. You don't have any of the things you normally have. And in a world that revolves around electricity, you are, you are totally powerless to do anything about it. Um, and then, then right behind that, that new movie about Mr. Rogers came out, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I don't know how many of you who are out of the US have seen it yet, but here, here's a man who talks about kindness. He talks about love and connection. He talks about a sense of security. Man, that, that's what we need to be happy. And when they take away our power, when they put us in these crazy situations, we feel powerless and we, we don't, it just totally disrupts our sense of security in the process. Just by a show of hand, uh, let's just see how many of you feel powerless um, and in what frequency? I mean, do you feel that way once a year, once a decade, once a month, once a day? There is no, there is no judgment. It's just for us. We want to be able to give you tools so that you, you do feel more and more powerful every time but we just want to see your um baseline where you're starting from so maybe maybe susan what about you how often do you feel power powerless and then you use your tools to become more powerful i feel powerless when i am totally disrupted in my in my day-to-day -day routine i have I mean, crazy things i mean it, my car got stuck in the mud one day and and i didn't know how to get my car out of the mud I had to walk a half a mile to a place where I could make a phone call to call for help. And then I didn't know who to call. And that's a sense of powerlessness. It's not necessarily life threatening in that moment, but it's still that, that sort of pit in your stomach of how am I going to solve this? Um, when we have those three, those three weeks where we had no power and we had to figure out how to get through things, that was a sense of powerlessness. Yeah. That was just recently, two months ago, yes, right? Back in October. Yeah. So yes, I definitely, I have, when we had the landslide, that was probably the worst because you, you are in, out of control from a governmental standpoint. You don't have anybody to help you clear the rubble. You don't know how to clear the rubble. It is a, it's just a, a staggering, um, there's a lack of information. You don't know where to get it. And so you don't, you don't know what to do. And that is the, the, the point that really hurts everyone, not knowing, not being prepared. So that's, I mean, as I say, I'm, I find that uh, when you're, when you, um, I see Kim, you're answering that you're trying to motivate others in a healthier direction and, and they don't want to accept your help. <laughs> you know, they are being, they, that does make you feel powerless. Um, that is, you know, that powerlessness comes in all directions. It comes yes. in, in powerlessness when you're also trying to do something into the future. Say you're, you're trying to make a, a career or you're trying to, to achieve a new goal or accomplish a new vision, and you don't know what, how to do that either. You have whole learning curves to come over, and that also comes across as feeling powerless. Um, I think that it's very uncomfortable. Ah, Michael, yes. It's exactly your issue, yeah. So hoping you, uh, you, you have those looking for knowledge, experience, and habits in which to work. It's, it's cool. Um, we survive instinctively. And, and that's the good thing. Because even though we don't know what to do, there's this life force that's wired into us that enables us to survive. And you can improve your chances and the quality of how well you survive with when you have taken the time to gain knowledge and experience that allows your power habits to kick in automatically. And then you don't feel powerless for so long. So I'm gonna take you through a little exercise. It's, 
it's a, a simple one. If you have paper with you and want to write any notes down, that's fine. If you want to go back and look at this later and just think about it, um, that's that that'll work too. Um, but the idea is that we're going to go through a lot of ups and downs. We're going to see examples of conflict and contrast between where we are and where we want to be. Complicated situations are going to threaten our lifestyles. And everywhere, I mean, setbacks, adversity, crisis, unexpected changes, disasters, they all come on us. Divorce, you saw the list before. I mean, they are universal. What we'll want is to stay positive, to stay on purpose and in command of our lives and build upon what we've successfully done in the past. Um, and so we look for solutions. And that's, for me, a process of being prepared. So we can be proactive and develop the skills that enable us to cope with whatever life throws our way. And what I find really important is to enjoy life along the way so that we're no, not so absorbed with the past and so focused on the future that we forget to have a good time and to just find joy where we are. Um, so can you really prepare? I believe you can. And, I'm, and I think it's just a matter of learning the skills you need and for me, that involves three components, um, that you know what you want, that you identify why you don't have it, and where you can improve. And finally, to create that action plan to get what you want now and prepare to be ready, resilient, and resourceful when facing life's challenges. So. Susan, can I yeah. on the right slide? I'm sorry? Am I on the right slide? I think you are. Um, I think you should go for What slide are you on? I think you can go forward. OK. And shall we? Go. That's what we just talked about. Shall we, um, are you going to give us some time to do a quick self-reflection, or shall we? Yes, we're going to. We will we'll pause a little bit through this exercise so you can, can make notes. And we, we won't rattle through it too fast. But this is what I just said, that you should, can identify what you want know why you don't have it, and then the plan to use the resources to be ready and resilient for what's going what happens to you. Um, so gaining clarity on what you want now and why you want it is very important because it gives you the inspiration uh, to an inner drive and tenacity uh, and resilience to act and move forward. So I, I'm, I'm sure all of you are aware of Napoleon Hill and his writing, and he was, his, one of the most famous quotes I ever heard from his, him was, anything that you can conceive and believe you can achieve if you have a purpose and a plan. And that's, that's what this exercise is about, because purpose is about resilience. It's about getting what you want, having a value to what you want, having direction. Um, when we're on purpose, we can focus on the future and let go of the past. And that helps us bounce back from whatever we're experiencing. So I'd like you just for a couple of minutes to think about how would you describe your purpose at this point in time? And you can share if you'd like to, or just put it a quick note on a pad next to you. All right, let's give them a two minutes and I will play a nice song. Okay. And please start. I think you can go to the next slide. And you can go on to the next. Mm -hmm. 
I like what you wrote, Michael. The open-ended sentence, I, I wonder what you mean here, and what would be good to get included? Where were you going with that? You can go to the next slide, Belen. Shall we take an example or shall we continue giving them some more time? Um, they can, we can take an example, no problem. Let's do that. Who would like to share? Please click on participant uh, and raise your hand. Click on the raise your hand icon or just unmute yourself. Let us know in the chat box. We'll take a specific example from your specific life or career. Or, or we'll pick randomly. <laughs> Michael, you did such a good job of writing up what you were write, was sharing. Um, can you elaborate on the group work that you're looking to do? <laughs> you're on mute. Unmute yourself, Michael. There you are. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm really sorry. I was being rude. I was trying to make a really quick coffee. Um, okay. I've got um, I've, everything I've done has been about trying to, I guess, fit in and create a little family that's happy. I've been a musician, so I've managed to achieve that in with up to a thousand people in a venue when I'm on the stage. And there's that. There's a strange thing with musicians, and in fact, I think celebrities. You can be a bit introverted and still be part of everything. Um, there's a there's a loneliness and an isolation that occurs after the gig. I think in my career, I've I've really identified with Boy George actually with his challenges uh, in that regard. And I've been in a band that performed up to ten thousand people gigs uh, when I was like eighteen to twenty five. Now I'm nearly fifty. Um, I I had a breakdown in my twenties. I went and became a, a numerologist after looking at why things happen and all the synchronicities around the place and the different and how we were trying to get everyone to fit into the same mold that didn't, that I, I needed, I, I looked at Myers-Briggs and all the different sort of things you could, the typing systems around. In fact, I've studied nearly every typing system, even Enneagram and things, uh, Kabbalah and things. I got to the point with the numerology where I had a, a functional system that really worked. If someone was a ruling number eight or, or whatever, I knew a bit about what was and wasn't in the scope of what they were looking at and what they could do. So I started building all sorts of team ideas and then I thought I'd go into HR and I wanted to revolutionize the sophistication and happiness within a corporate environment. I thought, you know, people were being dragged through tasks they weren't doing very well. And the only successful trait seemed to be the ability to dob on someone else and be smiling and signing off on things in front of the boss, uh, even though you hadn't been at work all week or whatever. So that, that approach to success seemed to be the one. And in Australia, I've been extremely under the pump from what we call the tall poppy syndrome. I've been good at things most of my life. I, in, as a teenager, I was a men, section men's one tennis player. Uh, and I identified with Pat Cash back in those days. So it's been a, a journey for me to find out how I can safely fit in really with a mob of people that seem pretty keen on bringing things down all the time. And, and, uh, you know, pinching it if someone else isn't watching it. So uh, in the first half of my life, it, it felt like I was in some sort of remote global zoo and we weren't really um, very keen on the rest of the world. I, uh, when I first went to England, I was, I came back to Australia, I just couldn't fit in at all. Our lack of embracement of technology and uh, a lack of inspiration to act outside of what we'd already st always done, even food-wise. I mean, we, we bagged all of our... Um, migrants for the Italians and Greeks and all that with the, they're coming in with uh, the food, the garlic that they ate. And eventually uh, we started taking it on and everybody's eating pizza with garlic on it and that's fine. So 
I've just never really known how to get across the line with inspiring people without being too pushy because I'm a Taurus and I'm a ruling number eight and I've got that name, Michael, and I sort of, everyone's got their own karmas and lessons. And I think once I realized that all I could really change was myself, uh, I've just been on that journey as flat out as I can be. Mm -hmm. And I wrestle with low self-esteem sometimes. Like I go to solve everything. I can be strong. And I just don't want everyone to say that guy was too strong, too pushy. We don't want to, you know, invite him to the next party or something like that. So I've become good at being the person in the room that isn't the main person in the room generally. I'm trying not to sort of get that wrong here, but going on a bit. Uh, I've got this gardening business that pays my bills and set me free of the welfare system finally. And I'm able to pay rent on time. And I've actually got more than two grand saved up in the bank. And I've been getting coaching for about a decade, started off with half. And there's lots of visions, lots of opportunity for online training and inspiring people. But I really am big on the buzzwords because I think if everybody's buzzing on the same words, we might as well put our effort through those filters. And I'm really into sharing joy this decade, uh, building things with people. So I think really what the world I think really, really needs is help with teams, especially with so many people coming up out of one child families that have got no experience with siblings and really can't share their stuff with someone else. So that's sort of a bit about how I'm trying to wrap it up. The things that components <coughs> my leadership dilemma as uh, elaborated on for while everyone else gets there. I think, yeah, um, I love what you have to say about joy. My next question was going to be, and for everybody else, it's about what about your goals resonates deep within you? And Michael, you've just laid that out very well. I mean, I, I sense a lot about you trying to find, find this means to communicate and to, to not be too pushy. And I'm sure that means not be too cold because um, you're the right, you got it right and they don't. <laughs> um, but that's, I, I see you have a real sense of that. Does, does it give you enthusiasm and drive to pursue that? It's, I think that I, I've just gotten to that point where I, feel like I need hand-holding. It actually feels like the universe has put a great gift in, 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 on the table and I've got a role to play. Uh, I really need others to step up and I don't want to push that. I just, I'm, as soon as I meet somebody that says to me, oh, I want to really do a lot this year, I want to change my environment for the better and I want to fix the relationships in my family. Anybody that wants to take on coaching is really the kind of person that I'm ultimately looking for because they want to make a difference they believe in it uh, so i need people to to and i think everybody does want to make a difference and believe in it some people don't believe in coaching so they're trying to do it on their own and maybe that only works to a certain extent uh, it's the it's the level of introversion and, and individual focus that is so popular around the place and feels safe for everyone uh, that that i'm i'm struggling to find a way through it actually because i just I really want to go along to some meeting on next Wednesday night and meet 10 people that have all just fixed up their backyards. I don't necessarily, I don't want to go there to fix up their backyards. I just want to find someone else that thinks it's important, really. <laughs> I like that. I'd like to take a moment now to do a little reflection. Everybody can, I'm just going to take you through sort of a guided meditation so you can think about these things. You're going to be observing yourself. What are you drawn to? What do you study or watch? Who are your friends? Who are your heroes and your heroines? Where do you like to go? What things do you want right now? Is money still a big goal to you? And if so, why? What does it mean to you? What feelings come up when you think about money? And what's the contrast between your current situation and the one you would like to have? 
how will you feel when you have these things? I mean, what, what do you value? What do you think about continuously? That's, that's the passion that we're really looking for. That leads to your purpose. And one of the way, if you haven't come up with it in the course of just thinking casually about it, what do you love to do? Those are the things that funnel in to help you figure out your purpose, that help you have a reason for living. What, what, were, the, what were you doing the last time you lost track of time? If you had all the money in the world, how would you spend your time? How would you, what do you see when you spend money in your checkbook? What are you spending your money on? Those are the hints that we give ourselves in life. So if you write them down and make notes about them, you can look at it and go back and feel where your energies ebb and where they sink. And once you have an idea, create a mission statement of purpose for your life and try to live it every day. Then draft a plan. Now, how many of you actually knew your purpose before we went through this exercise? I think I think we had an idea. Yeah, this, okay. this exercise helps going into more details. Maybe we can take some more. Uh, we just started the year and the decade, so definitely need some finessing as we go along. Um, shall we take maybe uh, Kim or anybody else, maybe a lady this time who would like to... Um, share as an example um susan what do you think do we have time oh yes absolutely okay ladies anybody who would like to share um we'll go back to the gentleman we only have two <laughs> ladies are in minority in majority today uh kim would you like to share okay i'm unmuting you okay can you hear me yes perfect. yes great yeah, um, I, I guess I do already have a sense of my purpose. I see myself as sort of an ambassador. Um, I'm, I'm really wanting to help to motivate people, as I said before, um, to live a healthier lifestyle and to try to um, heal the planet as well. I'm, I'm really concerned with where we are environmentally um, with climate change, and uh, that's probably the thing that keeps me up at night more than anything else. And what I'm really hoping to achieve with financial freedom is to take more of a stance on that. I feel like I've kind of been staying in the background um, and trying to figure out financial strategies. And I just had a session with Elena where I told her about all these um, financial goals that I have been um, working on and seeing results from and what I want in the end is to be able to use that financial freedom to um, contribute more to environmental causes to um, and, and to helping people be healthier in, in their everyday lives. Um, I'm also an artist at heart too, Michael. I really resonated with your um, talk about being a musician. Um, I'm, I'm also a pianist and um, sort of self-taught more than anything else, but I would love to express myself musically as well. But the main thing is I, I really want to help people to see what a crisis we're in and to get everyone together to um, work toward, you know, what can we do to make this planet healthier and to make ourselves healthier and, and the animals around us healthier um, so that we can all live healthy, meaningful lives. I, I just, I really see myself long-term working more toward that. So let me interrupt for a second. Mm -hmm. um, that is such a, a noble goal. And I think we all, you know, we can all resonate with, with that. Do you have a plan for how you're actually going to do that? That's a good question. Um, that's, that's where I really need to map that out. My focus has been so much on the financial bit, you know, getting myself financially independent so I can get toward this other thing. And I realized that I have 
kind of neglected setting out a goal for how I want to do these other things. Um, I don't know if it means that I map out um, different organizations that I want to get involved with. Um, I, I probably just need to meditate more on that and, and really decide what the next steps are toward um, getting there um, to where I'm, I'm really feeling like I'm making a difference and I'm helping to motivate people to get us to a healthier place worldwide. Yes, yes. It's really, as, as what I said before, in the second, the second step of having identified a purpose, to identify why you haven't achieved it yet. And that means seeing the, the holes in, in, in how you get from here to there. Yes. And so to see, okay, it may be the groups. And it may be that if you wait until you get re achieve financial freedom, you may never take any steps toward what you want to do. Right. So what, what could you do right now that would make a difference in, in your vision coming true? And it's, we give time, we give money, we give energy. There are so many ways that we can help. Um, I recently, this year for the first time, I took part in uh, the, uh, the event that was happening around uh, just before Christmas, um, the Giving Day, um, in which you spent some time um, looking at the um, um, looking at the uh, uh, you know the, the 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 various groups you would love to donate money to, or you'd like to see have a make make a big difference in in the world somehow, and help them support them share the information with other people because that helps them so much. Um, I'd like to know, have you, has anybody taken action on their plans already or on their purpose? What kind of action did you take? Okay, so Michael make lists. Um, I know Gary does systems. Um, Gary was the co-host of our last mastermind. Maybe, maybe you would like to share some of it, Gary, how you, um, I know you've already started taking actions with your follow-ups, etc. Would you like to share a little bit about that, Gary? Yeah, sure. Um, part of what I was working towards is, my, my vision is actually to enhance people's lives each and every day. Um, what I'm doing at the moment is, and as um, Susan mentioned, yes, we do time and money, and that's how I do it at the moment with clean water, housing and education solutions for communities that are in need. However, um, to, to get to where we need to get to, I've just worked through an exercise that uh, Alina introduced me to was having a look at what occurred over the past 10 years and recognising how different life is now as compared to 10 years ago. And one of the things that came out of that was the quality of people that are now in my life. And uh, some of that is by accident, some of that's by choice. But what it also allowed me to do is take a look at, okay, well, we're in a new decade. Um, let's look at a future 10-year plan. Um, and that's allowed some clarity to be picked up and allowed me to put a few things aside that I thought were important that are probably not necessarily important now. But that by then looking at that 10-year goal and then looking at a, a process of managing my calendar then I can start putting activities that are going to allow me to get to where I need to get to and by putting them in front of me in my calendar then they're there for me to uh, start working on and I've got someone very good behind me that uh, keeps giving me a nudge when I need a nudge don't I Elena <laughs> that's right <laughs> So, so are you happy with the results you've received so far? I'm happy with the, I know I've got a long way to go. I'm happy with the progress. Um, 
some things I probably didn't do as well as I should have in the past and most recent past as well. But by just taking the time to do those two or three exercises has a given energy, given me new focus and um, highlighted what's going to be important going forward. So yes, yes. No word. It's interesting, as you say, you know, we're never done, Gary. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yes, the as soon dream as continues. We think we've got it. As soon as we grabbed that, you know, ring off the merry-go-round, something else pops up in our focus and it shifts and our values change and our enthusiasm in life changes and shifts with it. So um, that's part of the joy of living, I think, is to keep going with all the changes. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm uh, what I'd, I'd like to uh, tell you a little bit about my sense of power right now because um, so much is possible when we prepare multiple er areas of our life to handle what's unexpected. And everything is possible when you have the right system that helps you deal with whatever life throws your way. And, and to be able to release the past that it's no longer serving you and embrace what you're looking for is such a joy filled experience. It can, you can get a little intense and make that your entire focus. And so I'm always looking for that balance point where you can enjoy life right where you are, even though you, it hasn't been perfect behind you and you haven't accomplished everything you want in the future. You can enjoy life. Um, and that for me is everyday happiness. And if I was going to do a television show, that's what I would call it, everyday happiness. Um, what I've learned is that power is invisible. We see it. I mean, we see how it's distributed. We've learned how to generate power. Um, we can see it get out of control. And certainly when we're looking at a fire and that kind of power, we know it's out of control. We learn how to contain it. We learn how to, to, to control it carefully and distribute it for our use. Um, we know how to buy a mini version. For example, when we lost all our power due to the fires in our neighborhood, we, we all ran out and got generators so that we could create our own little mini power plant. Um, and we also see a different kind of power, which is a power greater than I, ourselves. Love, light, and power. And with knowledge, we can direct the flow and repeat it to develop momentum and productivity. Um, where is the power? We have, there's power in our passion, which we just talked about. Um, negative power can be overcome by a positive link to God or whatever you call this higher power in your own life. I, I originally started calling it the eternal link between the subconscious or non-conscious mind and the field of all possibilities. And when you can connect to that energy and feel it within yourself, you have the ultimate connection to power. I have, you know, I've, I've gone through the part where you're not connected and you don't know what you're going to do where you're scurrying around in emergency mode and all your efforts to reestablish and restore power using the resources that you have yourself are insufficient. And then you have to, do you know they now suggest that we spend a day or our 48 hour period in which we do not have any power. We turn it all off because how do you survive in a world like a world that depends without on your cell phone. How do you recharge your cell phone if you don't have power? How do you um, keep your food fresh in the refrigerator if it isn't cooling? These are all things that suddenly become very paramount. Yes, and even if you're, um, this has happened to some of us investors, some <laughs> trades, and you want to pull out, and you don't have a generator, and you get a blackout. <laughs> you may lose millions of dollars or whatever currency. Um, yes, yes, yes. I hadn't thought about that one, but I mean, that's very real too. We, we, our entire financial system is based in power now. Um, if someone pulls the plug, 
we we lose time, we lose money, uh, and and no one even knows where it goes. It's just in cyberspace. Positive thinking is power. So when we train our brain to manage our thoughts and emotions, we can claim our personal our personal power to stay positive no matter the circumstances in which we we're, we find ourselves. And we can pursue what we would prefer to improve our circumstances. So using techniques like positive self-talk, raising awareness of limiting beliefs, those are the kinds of things we do to gain power. Are you familiar with either of those? Positive self-talk or limiting the concept of limiting beliefs? Maybe somebody can give us some examples. Okay. As Good. you have used that have worked with for you, you can share. Um, if not, we'll give you some more examples. I find that limiting beliefs pop out of nowhere. You don't even realize you have them until you do. <laughs> and then suddenly, wow, wow, look at that. Um, also, preparedness is power. When adversity strikes, if we've prepared, if we've trained in and gained the knowledge and systems we need, we can react automatically, just like athletes or first responders. They don't stop to think about what they're going to do. They just react. And it's, a, it's really an expression of our readiness to handle adversity, of our, our power to handle situations, because we have experience in them. So practice makes perfect in that case. So when you're going in disaster mode, and those of you who are in one now, um, you know, you're looking around going, OK, what brings up, what kind of power do I want? I want knowledge of how to handle something. I want to have practiced something. I want safety. I want electricity. <laughs> I really want electricity. I want water. I want a way to light, lighten the night. I want a way to communicate. Oh, is that important when you have no power? Food. How do we keep food supplies going? We can't carry everything with us if we have to evacuate. Fuel. How do we have enough fuel to keep going? transportation those are all suddenly very important in a in an emergency situation family community and your social support system is a form of power um, if we participate in community with our families we gain power in numbers love and respect we have the i i know that when we went through the landslide, it was probably the most important contribution to our well-being for a period of time. Um, and there is the power of support in like-minded people. So when you're looking to achieve something, uh, Michael, something you said resonates with me there, where you felt so alone in New York or disconnected from people. Um, they didn't think the same way you did. And it just feels so much better when you can find someone who agrees with you and and actually you know is is trying to achieve the same things that you are um, so you know like-minded people power groups like this uh, masterminds and and study groups and loving mirrors <laughs> loving mirrors who are people who love us in spite of what they know about us and they support us until we can learn to love ourselves and so um, Health and fitness are a form of power because they give us stamina. When you're going through a crisis or any kind of a hard time, stamina is something you really need to keep going. Um, resilience is power. And here in the US, we have made a, a habit of not doing, uh, doing things to make ourselves resilient. We, we no longer like competition where there's a winner and a loser because it might hurt someone's feelings to lose. Yet losing and discovering that you'll live, that it isn't a life and death sentence to lose at a game, um, it helps you to develop the resilience you're going to need in life. Um, whatever the reasons you give yourself for not having power, uh, they are part of a pattern that is getting in the way of you achieving your goals. They're the potential weaknesses that inhibit your ability to cope with life's challenges. And that's why I created this program, Train Your Brain 
and claim your power. Uh, it's to examine weaknesses from your inner work to inter individual areas where you can develop the skills to claim your power. Uh, and that's, I'm, I would really like to invite anyone who is interested to, to go on this journey to find the balanced areas of life, to remove the impediments that you're only just now beginning to recognize, where, where you want to build into your daily life the things that, that build in and develop resilience. When connection to something more powerful than ourselves and to others provides the strength and courage, inner peace and support in the face of crisis. Where you discover the significance of what you want and why, the visions you're given, the gr growing honest awareness of what's stopping you and beginning the journey to remove those impediments. Part of what, what will be part of the, these these group calls, they're mastermind group calls, much like this, but with a sense of looking at an inventory of where you are and where you want to be. We'll look at areas where we have, we have some development to do in order to be well-equipped. Uh, new habits, the importance of new power habits that will enable you to, um, to, to support what you need to do and release the past and embrace the future. We'll see examples of various ways you can prepare to do this. We'll be interviewing, reviewing, and training online, inviting experts in get different areas to come in and help us do it. My big vision is that we will also have quarterly workshops where people can actually go physically to a place. <coughs> and in that place, they'll learn something that needs to be hands-on. It isn't enough to just be in the book or talked about, but you physically do it. Often I use the, the words, you know, first aid training. It's one thing to talk about first aid. It's another to actually get down on your hands and knees and help. So it's, uh, I do have a place uh, where you can go to see more and sign up. It's called uh, trainbrainclaimpower.com. And if you are interested and sign up, I'll send you a checklist on some of the things that we'll be looking at. I just want to say, you know, don't be left in the dark. Regain your sense of security. Train your brain, claim your power, and enjoy all you really need to be happy. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. So we're going to look at health. We're going to look at habits. We're going to look at emotions and thoughts beliefs and faith, relationships, your support system, your finances, your resilience, your preparation for unexpected changes, what it means to thrive, and how we can then take all of that and contribute to the world to make a difference. And um, Susan has graciously decided, just because you got <laughs> special, to gift you free, completely free of charge, the next session where you, um, you look at your custom resilience and power and uh, plan. So, um, so um, yes. I'm gonna give you a link. We'll, we'll post everything in our private mastermind Facebook group. It's also gonna be on our website. So um, let me give it to you. Make sure you all join this uh, private Facebook group. We'll give you updates there and via email um i'll put the link so do you already have a date <clears throat> darling susan but the next one yes i'm looking at february it's saturday i believe it's the 9th of february yeah Saturday. and i'm actually invite if you want to bring a partner invite a partner to join you um i'm going we're going to be talking about sharing goals and imagine how you can work in tandem to achieve them because it is it is a much better thing to be able to share your goals and work together than to be working at odds with one another. Wonderful. So, um, so the presentation is officially over, but uh, since we have such a nice intimate group, um, perhaps uh, we, do you have time for um, 
at least one more share, Susan? Certainly, absolutely. Okay, so Donna, uh, Jillian, Dr. Gina, uh, Jody, Raj, Raj, Veronica, any of you would like to share your specific situation where you want to regain your power? So there you go. Um, excellent. So <clears throat> any of you, please unmute yourself or raise your hand by clicking on participant, the participant button. So this is very apropos for the beginning of the year and the decade. Uh, these are all tools you may have heard already or are familiar, but we want to take you in, in depth and in specifics about your exact situation so you, you truly have a transformation. Uh, because um, I know most of, most of you have had also your challenges. You may still be going through some challenges, so you can definitely use these tools to, to regain your power. So, um, all right, sounds good. <laughs> all right, do we pick randomly? Um, we want to hear from somebody who has not shared yet. Donna, Jillian, Gina, uh, Jody, Raj, or Veronica. Jody, Jody just said hello. So. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> okay, Jody, I know you're in the office, but I think you, you can, uh, there you are, you can speak. Can you unmute yourself? There you are. Yeah, I'm unmuted. I am, honestly, purpose has been a word that has been popping up quite a bit lately within the last couple of days. It's like every time I either go to the internet or something, purpose comes up. And I am actually trying to figure out what my purpose is. I've been through so much. And there's a lot of things that I like to see happen see, and be able to do. So I'm just, I'm still in the, okay, what am I, what is my purpose? What am I going to do? So I'm, I feel like I'm at the beginning stages. Some of it, I still need to do some more research on to figure out, okay, what is the purpose so I just need to understand a little bit more about things. I am a 15-year breast cancer survivor. And so a lot of things are harder now for me to understand because I do have issues with my retaining things and remembering certain things because of the chemo brain. And yes, I still have chemo brain 15 years later. Wow. So I do have a lot. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what the purpose is. And I was asked what my passion was. So purpose and passion are two things that I'm really trying to work on at least for this first month of the year, get it narrowed in and then I'm going for it. I'm not gonna stop this year. It's gonna be a good year. And my word for the year is prosperous. Prosper. prosper. And I am going to prosper throughout everything this year. Yes. That is, I, I so relate to that sense of um, having come through a major situation like yours, a health incident, we had a landslide and it was, um, it changed my life. It really did change my life. We had a, um, I'm in television and we are, you know, we produce a lot of content for people, but we don't always interact with people on a, on a, a deeper level, a more meaningful level. And so that's where my, the, at coming out of the landslide, I became motivated to find out why we were able to get better. Why were we able to rebuild our lives? And from there, I discovered coaching and began to study life coaching and, and began to write. And I wrote a book all about my situation and how I came through it from the very beginning. It's called Rainbows Over Ruins. And it literally takes it from the day of the landslide forward through all the training and the spiritual journeying that I did in order to get to where I am now. I'm not completed on this. My journey is still unfolding. But the, the passion and the purpose actually evolved from the pain. And I, I see so many people that do exactly the same thing. Um, there's a, a book out, um, Finding, Finding Ama, um, and 
Uma, Uma Girish, I think is, is the author, she, she lost her mother. And what she discovered on her journey back was that we are not the same people. We are different people. And so once we have lost something significant like that, or lost a home, lost a loved one, lost a career that we were, we were totally absorbed in, um, that moment is where we begin to look for who we are becoming. What, what out of that experience is changing our lives and can be used for something positive? And so that was a lot of my personal journey back. And um, it, hopefully it may be helpful in you finding yours as well. So. Yes, I, I, I do. As Dr. Pizzini knows, I try to stay very positive every day no matter what circumstances come up and it's tough but it's one of my goals is to stay positive every day and try to encourage other people to stay positive yes yes that's a that's a gift when you can stay positive like that there are yeah. um, one of the one of the the techniques that i learned um as part of my journey i was i was sort of floundering for quite some time. And I met, I met a man named Noah St. John, and he had developed a concept called affirmations. They are positive why questions. And by using them, you, you get away from that. Why am I so negative? Why am I so stupid? Why can't I do this? Into the more positive, why am I able to accomplish this? Why can I make a difference in the world? Why can I bring joy to the world? And playing with the difference in perspective, the subconscious mind is like a giant search engine that goes out into space. If you give it a negative question, it'll go out and it'll find out all the negative reasons why you can't do something. But if you flip your thinking literally and focus on why you can do something and just ask, why can I do it? The subconscious will give you your answers and they will be the inspiration to move you forward so i recommend that highly it changed it really made a big difference for me okay thank you thank you excellent very good thank you so much uh, great suggestion so this is just a reminder that you're exactly where you're supposed to be i think i shared it in my group coaching my yoga teacher says in the infinity of where you are everything is perfect you're exactly where you're supposed to be so that's basically what susan just said um in, in different words there you go jillian is right so jillian would you like to share jillian is going to be our next co-host next month let me announce it and um and uh, here's uh, um, the next mastermind is all going to be about how to stay healthy for the entire decade and save millions of dollars. There you go. So, um, but Gillian, um, no, but Gillian, would you like to share anything about your situation just to wrap it up? Um, well, yes, staying healthy is important. And I think that, uh, we were talking about, uh, you know, uh, your purpose. I think at this point in my life, my purpose is to be healthy because if I'm happy, if I'm healthy, I can be happy and I don't know, everything else will come. Like I just put there, what you focus on is what you attract. So you do have to stay positive, you know, even through the tough times, you know, you still just got to be grateful for waking up in the morning and having breath. You know, and if you can start your day off like that, everything else, you know, it, it, it'll come in place. It'll come in place. Yes. <laughs> and Gillian is from New York City. Uh, they've had some major yes. catastrophes there too, right? Yeah. We have with uh, just, uh, just uh, a few years ago. Yeah, uh, the Hurricane Sandy. And, yeah, uh, and no power for days. Yeah. And people... People join forces, but they seem to forget. They go back to their um, to their daily life and and forget to help one another mm -hmm. until mm -hmm. they need it themselves. So um, so these are reminders to stay consistent for sure. Maybe 
maybe you'll you'll start that community for the city. Well, I, I try, you know, I try. If I see somebody in need, you know, I try to help. It, 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 all you do has to take the baby step. Yes. You know, I can't change the world, but, you know, if somebody needs a cup of coffee or something, I can certainly get it for them. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jillian. Anybody else who would like to share um, to wrap up this great session with, um, or perhaps uh, Susan has um, some, um, some last remark to, to summarize it with and leave us with? Hmm. I guess, as I look at that, um, do you remember the Caribbean song, Don't Worry, be happy. Yes, yes. I think I may have it. <laughs> I mean, somewhere where we have, when we have reached a certain point where we can be in a place where we trust and turn to guidance um, that comes through uh, the creative process, uh, the work of Amit Goswami. Yes. Who is a quantum physicist. And that there is a there is a pattern where we we pull all of our resources together, and we set them out into the universe with a request for a solution, and it percolates out there for a while. And all of a sudden, we have these wonderful aha moments that come down to us like a rush, and we know exactly what to do to improve our situation and accomplish our dreams. We just have to take action at that point. And. That's what I would wish for everyone, that they get that bolt, that aha moment uh, as they go into 2020. All right, very good, very good. Don't worry, be happy. Just, uh, just be prepared and stay consistent. There you go. Wonderful. So, um, <laughs> so we will be um, wrapping it up unless any any... Any of you has any last minute comment or share, and then you will find the recording in our private Facebook group and you'll also get it via, via email. So let me see, very nice. Okay. Thank you so much for participating. Uh, we will be having another <coughs> mastermind on the first Wednesday of the month next month. And remember to sign up on, um, for the free session in more, in more details on trainbrainclaimpower.com, okay? And um, Susan also posted, please, in uh, our private Facebook group. I will do that. Okay. okay. And okay. you're all amazing. Let's continue having a great year and decade. Thank you so much for participating. Spread the knowledge, spread the love, and spread the power to everybody. Thank you so much. Oh, Michael has a question. Go for it. Just quickly, um, I'm really into communicating, as you can probably gather. I posted a couple of things on the You've Got the Power uh, Facebook page, and I would just love it if all of you guys would just help us to hammer that site with really inspired stuff. And I, I'm hoping it's not too much to do more than one post per week, like maybe every two days or something, something cool, whack it on there. Any, my guarantee is anybody that puts a comment there or a post there, I will reply. Wonderful, yes. Uh, Michael is great about community. I'm actually gonna launch a free uh, health challenge uh, by tomorrow, so stay tuned. I think you'll all be able to participate with anything that makes you feel well from mindset to foods, to environment, to fitness, to smile, to words. And so let's have fun with that. And let's all have a very happy, prosperous and healthy year and decade. Thank you so much, Michael and everybody. Ciao. Well done. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I would like to play, um, don't worry, be happy, but I know I know that YouTube would block me because it's a <laughs> song. So sing it in your head. Sing it in your head, okay? Don't worry. Be happy. Thanks, everybody. Had a great time. <laughs> Thank you so much, Susan. 
Okay. And we are looking Bye-bye. forward to your session on in February. Okay. Thank you. And you. Bye, everybody. Ciao. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you.